0: Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is your host of podcast Talk Architecture. And this is a commentary on the discussion that we had, Kevin and myself had with five architecture graduates who were former students in the last two episodes. Now, this commentary, after listening again to the uh, what has been discussed, I'd like to this um, focus here on a particular subject that has what that was brought up by um, Zhu Yin, particularly in the second episode. Now. While the discussion was going on, because of the the nature of discussion, you have five people. Everybody wants to to provide their point of view. Um, I wanted to address um, without discussing with Julian um, post wise. I just like to 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 give my point of view from my angle about Revit. Um, uh, having the skill to do Revit or the software that is to do with coordination uh, and Kevin McLeod underlined that Revit is being used uh, very well by mechanical and electrical engineers but it, it focus away what Julian wanted to express and that is the skill of coordinating drawings with consultants such as mechanical engineers and electrical engineers, structural engineers and other consultants by the architect who is leading the team. Now, in particular, I I refer to also my experience going uh, to site during the contract implementation stage of a particular uh, building and listening in on the site meetings. I wasn't actively involved because um, it was a sabbatical for me um, uh, in twenty twelve, I think. So, I was just helping out with the uh, the team that was doing that contract implementation stage on the building in architecture company, and um, I was just assisting with a variety of things like detailed design, for example. But but I was listening into the site meeting and how the architect, which is an associate. Um, relied on information given by the the person in charge on site, which is the contractor, on the contractor side. We wouldn't, because the, that person really have to be able to coordinate what was written in the document onto what is um, going to be built. And there was obviously a problem um, Uh, and the architect, the associate, went on and on about, um, you know, it's poor design, we've seen poor things happening on site where um, it's not set out uh, nicely and it's, you know, our company stands by good design but this is not happening, stuff so on. So you could imagine putting in someone who is... um, this is an associate with vast amount of experience. So you can imagine having someone to project architect to deal with that on site. So what the project architect do if you are at a, um, a less senior level, maybe entry level, maybe a few years, usually this company uh, would not let young architects onto the site too early because of these issues you have to counter this contractor who is coordinating and implement, implementing on the ground. And if you cannot read the drawings fast enough, you know, the tender documentation and actually understanding inside of your head every nook and cranny of how it should be done, it's not easy because uh, during the site meeting, you've got to be fast and you got to catch the um, contractor on all the mistakes And this senior associate, you know, he just he saw everything and he just said, this is not happening. This is not happening. This is not happening. And, you know, you guys got to do this by the next week. If not, you know, this is a problem and uh, the director will not be happy and the client will not be happy. Can a project architect with a few years do that on site? So that's why this company did not release the architects onto contract implementation fast enough. You know, you end up doing the uh, grasshoppers and the um, uh, revits and other. uh, There's another one. Rhino. Yeah, Rhino. And you end up being a 3D illustrator. That's what you you end up in a certain companies. uh, As a, um, you know, you're the one who's going to be comfortable or not to be a 3D illustrator. If you feel that it's fine and they pay you enough. So by by all means, but you didn't set out to be a three D illustrator in the beginning, or it doesn't really matter. Other things are prior prioritize rather than um your career advancement, or you know you you could be a very good three D illustrator and you'll be happy about it. So, um, but three D illustrators is different than um uh, project manager or um s- somebody who is very good to do with them. Um, uh, development drawings. I mean, Kevin Marlowe would be more critical about what about this being somebody who's practicing for many years, and um, and you know the choice of talking about design architects um, and not being able to uh, pursue other. Um, Other parts of being an architect, like going on site and being able to be that associate, senior associate, who has ambitions, who have designs to be a director one day. So, you know, that's the ladder of how you see yourself. If you're in this company, a big company, you'd want to be an associate and then a director eventually. So if that doesn't happen in a particular company that you have ambitions with, you you open up your own company or you go to another company. And there is this time frame that you want to achieve in terms of the remuneration and how you want to achieve in life and so on, other factors to be balanced out with family life and so on. Other dreams, obviously. So so when Julian mentioned about the, co- uh, the uh, Revit and how uh, Revit was not taught in her school, but she thought that it was taught in other schools. I know about... This particular school, and, and I think there are changes in the, um, the, 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 the curriculum where Revit is becoming uh, bread and butter um, after the curriculum review, but previously um, Revit was an additional course to that school. So what I'm trying to say is that, and then after that, Kevin was mentioning that technology comes up very fast, and then, then I'm thinking about BIM because I've been – exposed to a bit about um, people uh, focusing on which technology or which, uh, uh, sorry, tools, they call it tools, yeah, (laughs) but the skills that come along with the tools and how skillful you are doing Revit, uh, sort of processing drawings using Revit and how you could see certain angles and um, together with the engineers and how you resolve it. Um, that is a skill that really takes time for you to develop as I I would see it but no, understanding rabbit and and able to uh, master this um, uh, software tool is is uh, of importance in, in this day and age I knew particularly from my point of view being in that project although it's for five months how difficult it was me not being able to do compute uh, soft I don't have software skills at all so opening even the drawings was a chore for me and I did the, my details on um manually drawn with uh yellow paper you know and somehow the uh, the, the the architect uh, the graduate architect that is doing all the computational drawings would refer to mine in the shop drawings would refer to mine but you know i I don't know how much of that is being um, integrated, but the associate did mention to me that, yes, we did. We incorporate all of your sketches and uh, manually into the the drawings. okay, that's nice of them eventually. So what I'm trying to say is that obviously, if you want to get be on the ball on top of your game, you'd have to have that set of skills at hand and able to command. The team, the production team. Um, so it's the, the bosses will be reluctant to allow you to to go onto site if you're not able to command that, that skill. And not only that, the associate would have to be much more um, commanding on site and taking that responsibility, someone with a lot more experience, obviously. When we talk about the graduates that were discussing with us, they were maximum six years experience, um, you know, uh, two years, three years, four years. But, you know, it's like that is entry level and very junior. You want to get a mid-level, that would be six to ten years. So I really would love to go and in, uh, interview people at six to ten years Level of experience at mid level going into uh, senior level or thinking of dreaming into senior level because these uh, may not be critical architects but um, may not be someone who's talking about critical architecture but they will be critical of some things going on and um, and in, um, in, in their the work environment or the things that have to catch up you know it's some of the questions that we asked is is technology that fast have you got the skill of doing revit down pat and and uh, do you do what are the skills that you need to do are the new um, graduates um, challenging your jobs or is it all about attitude so this is a very important um, discussion on the environment or mentally physically and you know the sort of environment you have in the work uh, situation which you wish to discuss, it would be a great one um, if anyone out there would like to to reach out to me. Um, and um, yeah, but uh, to, to, you know, one of the points that I was going to discuss was what Julian raised, and that was what I'm trying to explain just now. In someone in her position needing a bit more years before they can actually contend with being the one that can control the drawing better. So um, the second part thing that Julian mentioned was the base. We should know the base. So it's specifically to do with um, uh, to do with what you call it um, uh, being skillful at the the software tool, like such as Revit or BIM. Um, and if you don't have a strong uh, understanding of architecture. Uh, you end up just doing illustrator because you need a certain competency at, that, at a certain level to actually understand how the building works and going to site, understanding every what is the expectation, what material and where. And often uh, we have to search for it because the building is too complex and you are new and you don't know the building. You did not design the building, for example. You'd be thinking what material, what material, you know, and what's the construction and so on. So these are some of the things that um, you're juggling at, you know, this understanding. So that base thing is what I suspect what Julian is trying to say um, when she were inquiring about that point. Um, and uh, for sure, I'm going to um, talk more about this, but... Uh, I really would be happy for any feedback that you could reach out to me. Um, you can go to Instagram uh, at Design Zasve. At Design and Zasve, Z-A-S-V-E. Uh, you can reach me in any way you can on Twitter and uh, Facebook. I'm Nazati Muhammad Yaakov, the host of Talk Architecture Podcast.